Hello there, this is Joseph George with Hewlett Packard Enterprise and welcome to the latest edition of the HPE SMB Tech Talk. We have a great topic to discuss today, one that's close to all of our hearts around protecting your business from ransomware. Today to help me talk about this topic, I'd like to welcome our special guest, our guest expert here today, Andy Fernandez. Andy is a senior manager of product marketing at Zerto, a Hewlett Packard Enterprise company. Welcome, Andy. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great. All right. So let's get right into it. There's the whole notion of ransomware and attacks and things like that have been around for some time. Although, Andy, I'll admit a lot of it's come up a lot more frequently in the past year or so, at least from my sense. Maybe you could talk about how ransomware attacks and their consequences have evolved in the last few years or so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the best way to look at this is let's rewind five years. Let's go back five, six years where we started seeing ransomware attacks become slightly more prevalent, but there were still fringe cybersecurity use cases. These were things that the hardcore security folks were worried about, the CISO, security analysts, ethical hackers. This is something that they understood or concerned about, but it wasn't mainstream. You fast forward five, six years, and just last year, according to Cybersecurity Ventures, the rates of a ransomware attack was every 11 seconds. Wow. Now, yeah, exactly. Now, in a decade, they predict that that'll be every two seconds. Yeah. So we know that ransomware is increasing in frequency, right? It's a, an incredible threat landscape that we face. But the more dangerous part is how much it has scaled and how polished it has become. We've seen ransomware as a service markets out there where people with pretty low level technical knowledge can go in there and, and purchase leads, purchase a script that they need, malware, they can do everything they need to orchestrate forward ransomware attack. And they know that a certain percentage of those leads they buy will get encrypted. And that is cryptocurrency for them. But we're also seeing much more dangerous approach to right state-backed attacks, politically charged attacks. And that's attacking critical infrastructure organizations all over the world, financial institutions, hospitals, e-commerce, logistics, you name it. What's really changed there as well is the damage that a ransomware attack can do. More than ever, you can ask your kids, family, the moment that you're on a website and something lags for a couple of seconds, it's very unlikely you'll go back. Very unlikely you'll use a service, an application, whether that's an iOS or Android app or something on a web app. And if it doesn't work too well and there's a disruption, very unlikely that you'll go back. So imagine now organizations that have these critical applications that are the lifeblood that power their business. These applications running equals business for them. And currently the average disruption period after a ransomware attack is 21 days. Wow. It doesn't take a genius to see the, the impact that that could have on revenue loss, on your entire IT department explicitly focused on this instead of the things that they do to build revenue. But then comes the brand damage, right? If there is a financial organization that you're using, even a technical vendor, and they fall victim to a ransomware attack, that brings in a lot of distrust. So there's so many types of consequences that now affect everybody. So when I mentioned that five years ago, this was something that was a CISO's problem. Now it's the board's problem. Now it's the CEO's problem. Everyone is aware of it. I took an Uber the other day and 
an older woman who'd never worked in technology before. She had uh, worked in finance, but she's never been in technology, barely touched computers. And she asked me about a recent ransomware attack. So I, I think that shows you where we are currently with the state of these attacks. Yeah, sure. Wow, that's really eye-opening. These the attacks are coming more sophisticated, tougher to prevent. And like you said, they're bringing more disruption than ever before. So let's talk about the organizations a lot who are listening here today. What can organizations do to better protect themselves? Is it continuing to strengthen their defense or is there something else they should be looking at? Yeah, so the focus for the last decade, and not just ransomware, but really any type of cyber attack, kind of the history of cybersecurity is always focused on defense. And that's important, right? You want to you want to protect the castle. You want to build the moat. You want to have an ability to not allow intruders in. Right. But in this world that we live in, with IoT, with people working from home, with data being in disparate networks, in disparate locations, being stored differently, there's too many areas to protect. So one, I'm not saying we shouldn't focus on prevention. Prevention is still extremely critical and important. But there also needs to be a focus on recovery, on data protection, because it's not a matter of if a ransomware attack happens, it's a matter of when. And so the moment we understand that an organization realizes that they know they're going to be attacked, bolstering data protection is an extremely important approach as well. Not ignoring prevention, right? Not ignoring your ability to detect and identify attack. But the data protection technology needs to be held up to a standard that can give people trust that when something happens, they're going to be able to resume operations and recover. So you interestingly brought up the topic of data protection, and I'm sure it's on the top of minds with a lot of our listeners. So there's been a lot of ways over the years to protect data, but in your perspective, when it comes to data protection, how successful have more traditional solutions been against ransomware? Absolutely. So it also all depends on what do we define as success, right? Because there have been some organizations that just using their legacy backups are able to get back up and running at a point in time. But what we're seeing is that they're not getting back up and running in time to avoid revenue loss or serious revenue loss. We've seen organizations that have publicly mentioned that they're still paying the ransom because it's going to take too long for them to recover and restore their applications using their backups. They can't afford 10 days, they can't afford 20 days, so they just pay the ransom. And what we're seeing here is it's not binary question anymore of can I recover, yes or no, that equals success, is how quickly can I recover? How simple is it? And how do I stop the bleeding as much as possible? And when we're asking those questions, legacy backup and legacy data protection really haven't held up to that standard. Yeah. Interesting. The perspective you have here is a lot around not necessarily how to end all of these attacks, but rather when they happen, how do you quickly recover? How do you quickly resume operations? Now you're with Zerto, Andy. And so maybe you could tell us a little bit, where does Zerto best deliver value in what we've been talking about? How do you differentiate from some of the things that are out there? Yeah, absolutely. And you brought up a good point, right? This is one of the few industries where the pace of innovation is dictated by cyber criminals. We're always in this cat and mouse game trying to find out what's the next exploit, what's the next zero day. And because of this nature, 
organizations have to expect in a tech. Now, here's the difference. Before, ransomware was kind of seen as explicitly as a backup scenario. But when you think about it, the damage that it does, it is equivalent to a disaster scenario. But what makes it more dangerous is maybe you will have a data center in Florida. And you know, maybe this year, maybe next year, there might be a hurricane. Maybe it's just a category one and you're able to just fail over, or it's something much more serious that you have to plan for. Ransomware gives you the same challenges, except that you know it's going to happen. And there's multiple people sending these hurricanes your way. So at Zerto, the, the approach, Zerto and HPE, the approach that we have is that this should also be looked at with a disaster recovery mindset, meaning you need your backups, but you also need a disaster recovery solution. Hmm. And what Zerto does better than anyone is being a leader in the continuous data protection space. And there's really three core pain points and three things that we want to solve. Number one, how do we reduce the amount of disruption that organizations have post-attack? How do we get them from 21 days explicitly focused on recovering to recovering in a couple minutes? How do we go from days, hours of data loss to a couple seconds? And how do we help organizations test and ensure that when they recover, they're not making things worse and propagating malware? And there's three ways that we do this. Number one, how do we fix, how do we address the lengthy disruption periods? Well, Zerto can help you recover in minutes at scale. We use an application-centric approach that has built-in orchestration and automation. And I know this is a lot of jargon, right? It's technical jargon, but what this really means is that after an attack happens, you're going to be able to recover your entire site, an application, even single files or VMs in just a few minutes. It doesn't matter if it's a small organization protecting a couple of VMs or an organization protecting thousands and thousands of virtual machines. So imagine going from two weeks of recovering from a ransomware attack down to just 10 minutes, right? That's pretty significant. And we've had a customer do that. Tenkati Protective Fabrics had two attacks, one before Zerto and one after Zerto. The first attack, it took them two weeks to rebuild file directories to get back up and running. The second attack, it was just 10 minutes because of the way that we treat applications consistently, the way that we're able to automate, orchestrate the movement of these workloads. That's a true value. Bringing this from a scenario where it's 21 days organizations are spending trying to recover to the exact amount of time an organization would spend recovering an email that was deleted, right? So that's how we approach the unplanned downtime disruption. But what about data loss? Well, when you're only using a backup solution, think about what happens if you're attacked at a specific point in time, right? For me, it's two o'clock. And let's say at 6 p.m., we get attacked. If we're only using a backup solution, that means we have to go back to the previous nightly backup. So even if you're able to recover, you're still having inherent data loss because of those gaps. With Zerto, we use continuous data protection. What that really means is that we're using block level near synchronous replication of this data. So instead of just taking a copy once a day, we're observing changes and creating replicas every five seconds. So you have thousands of recovery points that you can choose from. For example, that same customer that I mentioned that went through two specific ransomware attacks, one before, one after, 
they went from 10 hours data loss because they recovered to that nightly backup to 10 seconds because they simply just rolled back to 10 seconds ago. Wow. 10 hours of loss to 10 seconds of loss. That's, that's amazing. Exactly. And they spoke about this. You could hear in his voice, Jamie Williams, the engineer, what really mattered to them was those two weeks, the 10 data loss, 10 hours of data loss at 10 seconds is really important because there's a lot of critical data you want to lose, but the time effort and revenue impact of weeks of recovery can shut down organizations. We've seen it happen. The third and final way that we can really help organizations stay resilient here is testing. And when I mean testing, I mean being able to, let's say you, we've gone through a ransomware attack and you've identified a checkpoint and you say, I know when this got encrypted and I found a checkpoint 10 seconds before that allows me to recover. Well, what happens if you recover that and you were wrong? And now you're propagating malware into your system, into production, and you shut your organization down again. What we allow organizations to do is to isolate that data in a safe space that's running behind production five seconds. And you can test and probe and uh, check for malware and anomalies. And once you're satisfied that there's no malware there, and this can be done in a couple of minutes, you simply roll back to production. So it's about testing with confidence, right? It's not the magic recover from DR, recover from backup button. It's a, a true process where you, there needs to be a forensic element. And Zerto allows you to do that in a timely manner because we all know the phrase time is money, but it's never been more important within the context of ransomware. And for us, it's about how do we help people recover quicker with less data loss and with confidence. That's fantastic. Wow, that, that's really, so recovering very, very quickly minimize the amount of data that's impacted. And then the testing is non-disruptive when you get those checkpoints back up. That's fantastic, Andy, really good information. There are lots of great info today on protecting your business from ransomware. Andy, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to speak with us today. It was fantastic. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. And to our audience, once again, thank you for joining us. Thanks for your attention today. Really appreciate that. Now, normally we'd offer you a link for you to learn more, get more data, learn a little bit more on the topic. This week we have something really special. We actually have a free 10 VM license of Zerto, which provides 10 virtual machines for one year of Zerto's premium enterprise cloud edition license. That's available for you if you click the link below. And that's it for us. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time.